Good morning, everybody. I am on my way to work. Apparently, winter has decided to come and fuck up my reality. I hate cold weather. That's why I live in Arizona. And uh, it's it's been nice out. I mean, cold at night. But pretty much for the most part, it's been pretty nice. Even the mesquite trees have not decided to go dormant yet. And they're usually the first ones that are like, ha it's cold, we're out of here. The cottonwood trees are still got leaves on them. You know, obviously a couple trees in our yard decided to just drop their leaves over everything because that's what they do to be assholes. But for the most part, it's been uh, pretty warm. But today it's damn cold and I hear we're coming into some um, super cold where it'll be freezing, so I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna have to winterize a few more things just to be sure. So today uh, we should know something on the the Rittenhouse um, verdict. I mean, it's sad that uh, you know a, a minor um, can't get a fair trial or fair verdict because of all this protests that are going to go on. When that should have nothing to do with, you know, justice for either party. I mean, you know, I'm not just talking about white privilege here. I mean, everyone should get, you know, justice in America. And, and it, you know, it's the Democrats that have messed that all up. I mean, you know, buck after all that deliberation and court costs and high-speed pursuits with O.J. Simpson, he still got, you know, a verdict that made people happy, except law enforcement. And, you know, I wasn't there. I don't know if O.J. Simpson killed his wife or not. Really don't care. I just trust in the justice system, which is always funny because law and order or law, you know, police that think he's guilty are like, well, the, the system failed. But then if you're sitting in prison and you're like, well, I didn't do it, they're like, well, you were found guilty. Must be guilty. But if you're found innocent, then you must not be innocent. But they've been screwing, you know, the justice system up for a long time. So it's it's not a big fucking surprise, I guess, to, you know, to think of what's going on. Excuse me, this wire's making noise and a little of my anal retentiveness is coming through into my ears and pissing me off. So... We got that to look forward to today and maybe through the holidays if uh, if he's found innocent, which I think he is, uh, you know, he should be acquitted. I mean, it, it's it's not a, a matter of, you know, color or age or, you know, people that hate guns or people that love guns. It's just a clear-cut case of self-defense, you know. I mean, the case by the prosecutors proved that, you know, it's just like he was found. I mean, everyone testified that, you know, the one guy got his arm blown off, even said that he was, uh, um, you know, pointing a gun. He had a gun. The video showed it. He was bringing the gun around. And Rittenhouse, to his credit, really good trigger control and kept clear clear head during all this 
craziness that was going on around him and people chasing him. Lots of people chasing him, hitting him, and probably yelling for his death, which would panic anyone. I mean, even a lot of combat soldiers get overrun. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Good thing they have people around them to, you know, <laughs> prevent, you know, or some cover fire to get them out of there. You know, so I'm watching the one playback of, you know, him, you know, on the ground. And that guy, you know, has kind of got his hands kind of up, kind of. This all happened really quick. So it's not like Rittenhouse could pause it and play it back in slow motion before he shot the guy. It was happening in real time. Um, and Rittenhouse didn't pull the trigger until that guy brought his hand around to where it was almost, you know, pointing right at Rittenhouse. But he could see the intent. This guy was bringing his weapon to bear. And Rittenhouse shot him in the arm, you know kind of like you'd see in the movies you don't shoot the gun out of the guy's hand but you can disable that arm which is what happened you know he could have put one in his face if he wanted to so i'm i'm impressed and i i think he should be acquitted and found not guilty or whatever because it, it was clear-cut everything was clear-cut you know, it's just unreal how clear-cut but we'll see today we'll see what happens and, uh, you know, if he's not acquitted, then, you know, most conservatives and people that believe in justice will just file appeals. But if he's acquitted, the people that do not believe in justice will start fires and start protesting and calling this racism, even though it was a white-on-white -white crime. It doesn't matter. You know, the fact that it took place during a BLM protest and riot is what you know, makes it racist, I guess. I have no idea how, how that works. So we got that going on today. We shall see eventually. It's still pretty early. I think it's, uh, well, let me look at my clock here. Probably 9.30 Wisconsin time. Kenosha time. So we'll see. You know, these are the things that, you know, could be a shot, the shot heard around the world or whatever, you know, it, it, it's a trigger effect. It's a tipping point. And you never know what will cause that reaction in society. But I know most patriots are even sick and fucking tired of this bullshit. I am. It's like, Jesus Christ, we had a protest on January 6th and they treated that like the worst thing ever happened. And yet BLM burns down courthouses, federal buildings, no different than the Capitol, burned it down people died and and uh but no no one cares yeah whatever so I, I as for me and my household i am sick to death of this bullshit it's like fuck and you know i i'd like to say i want my country back but it's not gonna happen you know so this could be one of those things we'll see i mean we're on a cusp we're talking about you know red flag issues and False flags or whatever they want to call it. And uh, that could happen. I just, I don't know. You know, they're looking to retire Biden because they know he's a fuck up. He was only put in there for a reason. And and now they'll, they'll put Kamala Harris in charge. And I guess they were hoping that her approval ratings would go up if she'd just, you know, 
fucking do or say something proper, but she hasn't. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, a problem also. They thought they would, you know, lift her up a little bit. So when they got rid of Biden, people go, yeah, Kamala, she's great. You know, she's a dark-skinned Indian woman that says she's black. She'll be great. She's female. We know that. Well, we think so. I don't I don't know why it's important to have a, a female president because, you know, we're a gender-neutral society now. So there is no such thing as male or female. So why have a woman president? You know, I guess, you know, we could look at it like, oh, you know, um, Clinton was our first black president, according to Clinton and the Democrats and everybody in the media. So maybe... Uh, Maybe Bush could identify as a female and say he was the first female president. Fuck, I don't know. You know. But uh, there, there's there's a plan afoot. And uh, the deep state is much more powerful than, than the White Hats or the QAnons or whatever you want to call them. It's just, there's no comparison. You know, it's always been good and evil throughout history and you know guys in the white hats always win you know good guys always win no they don't they don't even come close to always winning it's just a myth so we'll see because i think the deep state has been around since uh, adam and eve left the garden of eden for whatever reason so uh, you know these secret combinations have been going on a long time in the bible and everything so White hats. People didn't wear hats when they left Garden Eden, so there weren't no white hats. It was just good and evil. So we'll see. I I, I think that you know a reckoning is coming. It's just history, you know. It's it's not it's not America. It's history. You know, people talk about these cycles in history, just like temperature cycles in, in, in on Earth. You know, there's been ice ages and then there's been warming and ice ages and warming. And we were into a middle of a an ice age coming, you know. And we were just dropping off the warmth and going into an ice age about eight 9,000 years ago. And then we did affect the climate by burning you know, 90% of the planet so we could go into agricultural things and maybe something else happened. I have no fucking idea. But there, there's, you know, the cycles show that we it stopped about eight, nine, ten thousand years ago and it went warm. And that's how we've had all this human life activity because we don't survive under a mile thicker glacier, which is what New York and parts of America would be like, you know, all the way down to the, some of the southern states, at least the Midwestern states, would just be covered in ice. So, we wouldn't exist. So, whatever happened, uh, that's why we're here. But there are cycles, and we're in one of those. I think, you know, we had the Byzantine Empire, we had the Roman Empire, we have the American Empire, and then, boom, they end, and so will we. Rome lasted a long time. But see, we have TMI nowadays. It's have way too much information. So, you know, Rome was able to make it eight, nine hundred years before it just fucking finally collapsed under its own weight. But 
we're, we can't last that long because we have big tech and media and and just too many people with too many agendas and too much information and too many ways to get it out there to just bombard us to where, you know, eventually people just throw up their hands and go, fuck it, I really don't care. I'm going to shoot that son of a bitch. So we'll see. I think we're on the precipice, but I'm sure there were a lot of uh, religious-leaning people back when uh, all these great societies and empires fell you know, thousands of years ago that thought, well, God's on his way now. He's going to come and save us. But he didn't, because here we are. And, you know, when all said and done, yeah, America may collapse completely, which would be the collapse of pretty much the world um, because everything's so interconnected. And and I think it was kind of like the end of the world as they knew it back when Rome collapsed, when the Byzantine Empire collapsed, you know, because they, they were so far-reaching. And, and so, you know, China's tough. Russia will probably do good because they're not fucking morons. But uh, I, I see a collapse. Does it mean Christ is going to show up? Ta-da! No. Really doesn't. I mean, someday he will. We don't know when. So, uh, you know, these, these, these prophets, you know, religious prophets that we see all all day, every day on the news and stuff that are saying, well, you know, Christ is coming, you know, from every church, not just churches that, you know, big churches, small churches, everyone, even even scholars, you know, beginner or novice scholars, you know, that have learned a little bit are preaching about it, you know, you know, in the Old Testament, it says this, and in the New Testament, it says that, and, you know. God's going to be bad because of this vaccine. It's the mark of the beast, blah, blah, blah. And in the 70s, we thought, you know, it would be a, a thing called wormwood because that word was used in the book of Revelations. So everyone thought that was oil and the oil embargo and that was going to be the end of it. And Christ would come, see, but he didn't come, did he? No. And so now it's vaccines and vaccines have baby parts in them or fetal tissue. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? You know, really, I mean, you're not in the factory. If you are and you're not a, a whistleblower, then we don't know. Thank you very much for keeping fucking silent. So, this could be a, a world as we know it ending event. But that doesn't mean Christ is coming. Don't put all your eggs in one basket thinking, well, I'm going to be, you know, part of the rapture. I'm going to be saved. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Christ is going to come and swoop us all up and take us away in this big magic chariot. No, maybe not. You know, that's part of the plan, I'm sure, that there there is an end date. You don't know it. I don't know it. I think nobody knows it except uh, the people that planned it, which would be uh, maybe dear old dad and, and Jesus some angels but we don't know it because see we're down here we have this thing across our face called the veil and we can't see what the plan was and so how do how do you know so we got a lot of people saying a lot of things but i think you know if we use our brain and our gift of discernment we can look around and say things are getting bad we can't really say they're as bad as, but they're bad, you know, for America and our way of life and, and, and freedom and liberty. 
Um, it's getting bad. We are heading toward socialism and communism and total control. Now, they can, they can label it any way they want. They can say, well, we're not really communists in America, but, you know, we've shut down the economy and we shut down shipping and we shut down food production and we shut down eating and restaurants and the supply chain, according to Joe, whatever his supply chain is, his fucked up weird mind. Um, so does it really matter if we march into the into socialism or communism with the big flag of this you know, hammer and sickle? Or, you know, Chinese flag with the star or whatever the fuck their thing is. You know, red flag. Or we just march into a new and improved communism slash socialism slash free market, which is all just a con job, you know, because there's either free market or there isn't. There's not gray areas in it. And we're not a free market. And we really haven't been a free market for 50 60 years. I mean, the government's putting in regulations now, so it's gotten worse and more noticeable, but we really haven't been a free market for quite a while, you know, because, well, fuck planning and zoning has been around for almost 100 years, which is control, and that's not a free market. It's rent-seeking. It's, it's chits. It's a barter system, you know. It's like, I will do this for you, and then I'll... You could do this for me. Otherwise, I won't give you this permission slip that says you can build that newspaper. You know, or you might you might think you can build that newspaper or that, you know, internet business or, you know, Google or whatever. You know, but you can't. We're not going to let you. You know, we'll let you build the building, and you could probably hire a few people. But the minute you start, you know, doing what you want to do. Well, we're going to stop you through international commerce, or the ICC, or the FCC, or ATF, or whatever. We're going to we're going to fucking stop you, and so you might win one case, but in one battle, but you're never going to win this war because we're the U.S. government, and we have sustainability. We can continue to just send lawyers to fuck you over and over and over. And yeah, if you had your real day in court, you might win because somebody might stand up and say, I did it, like in Perry Mason. But they will never even allow that type of case to ever come to bear through legal wranglings, you know. So we're not a free market. It's just we're not, you know, sorry. You know, back, you know, when the robber barons and all that or whatever you want to fucking call them, you know, like Ford, you know, the evil fucker he was. He built all these low-priced cars so even his workers could afford them. Paid them a good wage. Well, he's a fucking asshole. He's Ford. He's one of them robber parents or whatever they called them back then. You know, he didn't care. You know, his altruistic intent was, it was all just for a photo op. You know, Carnegie. They just built that Carnegie Hall for a photo op. No, they were philanthropic. They, they had so much fucking money and they weren't taxed to death. They weren't even taxed. So they did good things for their communities. Like Hershey built Hershey University. He built her, the town of fucking Hershey. He built it. You know, that was philanthropic. Nowadays, it's just government comes along and they just tax the fuck out of you and regulate the fuck out of you. And, and, and so there can be no philanthropic, you know, 
free markets because there's taxes. See? It's not a free market. When they can tax you, regulate you, shut you down through bullshit, then we, we haven't been free markets. Sorry. So they'll call it something. You know, they're not going to call it communism because, you know, they, they, they know everybody hates that word. So they're going to call it, you know, banana nut bread. Fuck, does it matter? No, they'll, they'll call it what they want, what they choose to call it. And they'll shove it down our fucking throat and we'll eat it because we're uneducated. Not all of us. It's, you know, I would say. Even me, you know, you, you buy into this stuff. I remember when Ron Paul made a comment about 9-11 and he said, you know, we brought this on ourselves. And I was like, you know, fuck you, dude. We did not because, see, I was into that patriotic mode. It's like, you know, Bush is trying. He's trying. You know, goddamn, he's just trying. He didn't fly them planes in the building. Well, now we learn all kinds of nuances. And I'm not saying he flew the fucking planes into the building because then he would be dead. But, you know, who the fuck knows, see? So I was in that when, when Ron Paul said that. And then I've learned more about our foreign policy and how we're fucking with people and how we got economic jackals killing presidents of other countries that won't buy into our bullshit. And I go, you know what? We really did bring this on ourselves. Okay. So they own the language and they will just use the word that everybody or majority of people that are slightly dumbed down thanks to the school system which i've been saying the board of education i i was saying that when i was in high school and everyone's like yeah because you hate school and it's like yeah i do but i hate this about it and then when my kids were in school it's like we should dismantle the board of education and make it local again yeah you don't like it because you hate education you didn't like it in school oh you know so you you you, you can't defend a position where you're saying we should do away with something that everybody thinks is awesome. Well, now, you know, we're all looking at it going, this fucking Board of Education is a bunch of bullshit. I kind of late to the fucking party now that they've done the damage because, you know, from when my kids went to school and when I went to school, now we've all grown up and we're in the seats of power in government with this dumb shit, uh, inability to critically think, wrapped up in our head. And, and so, you know, it, it's already kind of too late. Now we could end the Board of Education. It still doesn't matter. You know, the government would probably love it we did that because they got us taxed so much that we can't really educate our kids at home. Can't be a stay-at-home mom or dad because the cost of living is too damn expensive. Fuck, you need to get your kid homeschooled so he can get a job. Fuck that. You know, put his ass to work minimum wage so we can, you know, the four of us in this family can pay our rent eat food because it's getting so high so they they wouldn't really care if the board of education was shut down now because they've already got us dumbed down to a point to where when when they call it banana nut bread we'll go yeah i like banana nut bread you know like homer simpson "Ah, donuts that's that's where we're at so we've we've all been dumbed down to a certain extent very few of us can critically think and it's not a bad thing i mean even during the Revolutionary War, you know, in the founding of this country, only 3% of the people were smart enough to know that it was a good thing. The rest followed. We just happened to have people calling it not banana nut bread, but really what it was, was free markets and liberty and, and freedom. And, and they were 
statesmen. They did it for the good of posterity, not just for them, but for the future generations. And it, and it worked for, I don't know, 250 years. I'm going to say 150 years because then we've been dragging it down. So not, every, you know, no, not everybody, I'll just go with not everybody, has the ability to be highly educated and, and critical thinking. I mean, some of us are just like me, contractor. I, I know how to build things. I know how to design things. I, I, I know how to get them done. Do I know how to become a millionaire? No. You know, or I would be, you know. And so we can only critically think to the level of information we're given. And in a world where we have too much information, they can skew that and drown us in bullshit and baffle us with bullshit, as they used to say. If you can't dazzle them with brilliance, then baffle them with bullshit. So it's it's not when I say we're all dumbed down and uneducated. I just mean that it's it's life, you know. It's me too. There's only so much you can grasp and know. And and when it's so much stuff on the table, it's like a it's it's like going to a giant smorgasbord. I mean, a giant fucking smorgasbord, to where you know there's just so much food, and it's all so fucking good smelling and you're like I, I don't i don't know what to eat you know it's like so i can grab some of this and i'll grab some of that and we gravitate to the things we know we like you know whether it's roast beef or open space sandwich or it's a salad bar or it's you know anti-pasta salad or whatever we'll gravitate to what we are comfortable with and then we'll eat that and then we might branch off and try a new dessert we still have a pile of our real dessert that we know we like and we might taste a little of this and go, yeah, it's good, but I'm still eating this giant thing of apple a la mode pie. Maybe next time I'll eat some more of that because that was really pretty good, but we won't. We'll default back to apple a la mode pie and, and a roast beef open-faced sandwich smothered in gravy on thick white Texas bread, Texas toast or whatever they call that, thick sliced bread. And so... We have all that information, but we always default back to what we're comfortable with. Whether you're Democrat or Republican or an independent, there's certain things that you default back to. Just like when Ron Paul made that statement that we brought this on ourselves, I defaulted back to, fuck you, dude. We're America. We don't do that shit. And then over the years and, you know, actually having been force fed different types of information, I've, I've seen that. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, that dessert I tried, you know, back in uh, 9-11, you know, after Ron Paul said that, I, I tasted some other desserts. And I'm finding out that America, foreign policy, did this, you know. And, and see, it's been set up for so long. You know, see, the difference between a republic and a democracy is in, in a true republic, you can't hold your leaders responsible because in theory they are doing exactly what you told them to do and if it's a republic they are in a democracy you elect them and they do what they think is best so you can hold them responsible but we're not a, a democracy that's why banana republics which are actually democracies overthrow their president and kill them because they hold them responsible you know 
when when wars are started it's with these countries because their leaders did it and hitler actually created that problem hitler and his minions did things that the people did not want and so he was held liable his people and his minions were tried at the hague and found guilty of war crimes and hung or whatever they fucking did to him back then because you can hold them responsible because even though people put them in power they did what they wanted to do and fucked the people so see in a republic that doesn't happen so they tell the world we're a democracy and the world understands that but they see America as a republic Because, see, other countries are smart enough to know what those two words mean. So, when we go and fuck shit up in other countries, they look at it and they are mad at us because they assume that we're a republic and those leaders are doing what we're telling them to do. So, the blowback and the collateral damage ends up on on American people, us. And... And so they hate us. And everybody's like, well, yeah, but it's not us. It's the fucking leaders that don't listen to us. It's like, yeah, but you're a republic. And we're like, no, we're, we're a democracy. And they're like, yeah, see, you're stupid. You don't understand that you are a republic. Your constitution is a republic. So when your representatives come over here and bomb shit, we're going to bomb shit in your towns of New York or wherever, because fuck you, all the people that died on 9-11, you were part of the problem. And, and and they can't see it because they're way the fuck over there, and they're being told what they're being told, and their Ayatollahs or their Hitlerites or whatever are being told, well, America's a republic. These people are doing exactly what they're, you know, they're, they're, these leaders are doing exactly what their people tell them to do. So the American people hate you. We are at war with the American people. And then the, then, then the leaders, you know, on the news sit there and go, well, we're a democracy, we're a democracy. And we're like, no, we're a Republican. We don't understand that the minute they say we're a democracy, if we said, yeah, you're right, I should arrest your ass. Well, I can't be held responsible for my actions. I'm, I'm a servant of the people. It's like, no, you're a democracy. So therefore, you are liable for what you did. Well, you can't do that in American courts. Why? Because we are still a republic. So they, they've got us fucked by our own values. They're using our values against us, like in Independence Day. They're using our satellites against us. <laughs> so we're so fucked. And you can't, you can't, unscramble an egg this is the way it is and and so we are going down the path of destruction it's inevitable and there will be a day of reckoning and there will be massive collateral damage and there's not one of those lying two-faced fucking politician asshats smart enough to do what the founders did back in the day they they they're, they're not statesmen they're not smart enough to fix it. They're smart enough to fuck it all up because that doesn't take brains. It doesn't take brains to destroy something. It doesn't take any innate ability to build or think or critically think when you're just destroying shit. And what the founders had, you know, 
Jefferson in them was the ability to critically think and to, and to study and and write a constitution based on 700 years of constitutional law at the time. And they, they understood that the missing piece was a representative republic. And they put that in there and now and then it worked. Well, we have, <clears throat> there's not really, I, I've never heard in the news and 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 any of the representatives in Congress or the senators <clears throat> that have ever said we're a republic on TV. A, a few of them. I mean, we're talking a very, 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 very small minority of the asshats that run this country. And nobody listens to them. That's like, shut up, Ron Paul. Go fuck away. So what's left when you, when you drain the pool of, you know, drain the swamp, all that's going to be left are people that, you know, think we're a democracy. They don't know how to repair it. They're, they're trying to work on a car that was practically built by alien tech because the Constitution is brilliant in its simplicity. And, and they, they, can't, they can't fix it because they overthink things. And, they, and, and once they think about it and they go, well, you know, here's how it worked, then someone's going to go, oh, so we had no control? No, you had no control. It's like, oh, well, then we don't want to do that. See, it'd be like inventing a car that literally ran on water, which there was one invented by a guy named Myers that literally ran on water. Um, nobody wants that. See, the people in charge go, well, if we do that, then we can't control the oil companies and the oil companies won't make bazillions of dollars to pay for our fucking pet projects. And, you know, and there are people are like, well, what about the people? They would love it. It's like, fuck the people. What about my pocketbook? So that's what we have to choose from when it all falls the fuck apart. So when this magic fucking revolution happens or this collapse or this you know false flag or civil war whatever fuck you want to call it happens in america which it it will it's on its way it's no fucking doubt about it it's just as inevitable as the sun rising in the east tomorrow morning and setting in the west tonight it's just what the fuck's gonna happen like it or not when it collapses and it's over America will not exist ever again. Maybe a couple, five, ten thousand years, someone will redo what the founders did. Someone will find that old document and go, this is fucking brilliant. It's alien technology. We have found anti-gravity right here. And, and they'll do it. But in the, in the interim, you know, when, if you survive the revolution or civil war, whatever the fuck, if you survive it, you won't see the, the the happy shit. You know, it's just going to be utter fucking chaos and, and, and lunacy. It's just gonna be fucking lunacy. So, you know, don't think that when, when our civil war is over and we've had our revolution and now we can get back to being Americans, we'll tweak it and it'll be better. You're wrong. It won't. It will not be better. It will be worse. When Rome collapsed and 
Nero was sitting there fiddling, watching it fucking burn, which is what's happening in D.C. right now. Um, Romans didn't wake up a month or two later and go, okay, business as usual, let's go back to work. Soldiers, can you uh, stop these riots and these fires? And Can we do this and that? And it's like, there's no one left. I mean, it, there are people still alive. But the soldiers were, you know, all for one and one for all. And fuck all of you. It's, what about me? So that's what happened. So it was, you know, a thousand years before there was, you know, anything that resembled what Rome had, the republic Rome had. And that republic is what made Rome so fucking great. And the republic is what made America great. So when that collapses, it's just fucking over, okay? So that's my, uh, my happy thought for today. We'll see what happens uh, today with Rittenhouse and everything like that. And hopefully he's acquitted. Not for the country, just for him. I hope he's acquitted. Because he's innocent. And uh, whatever happens, happens. And for all of us waiting for this magic revolution or civil war, good luck. Because when it happens, it's over. The party is over. The music will stop. It's over. So, time for breakfast. Um, I love you all. Um, have a great day. Um, if you're one of them praying people, uh, pray that um, it's over painlessly and quick. But it, it has to end. Thy will be done, Father. And it will be, regardless of what you and I think. So, love you all. Take care. Have a great one. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space. And we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.